When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What is going on, people? Welcome to the Clusterfuck of a Podcast Show. So on this show, we're going to be talking to all different types of people about all different types of topics and trying to bring a little bit of sanity to this world without making it a complete clusterfuck. This show does contain foul language, maybe offensive topic, and is not recommended for people that are easily triggered or might be a little bit on the snowflake side. We are here for the people and not the critics. All right, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Clusterfuck. We are talking about feet today. So with the coronavirus going on, we all know things have been a complete clusterfuck. And coming from the service industry myself, I've been in the front, in the back. All of us don't have a lot of money saved up, so people are getting their side hustle on. And we're lucky enough today, Lisa decided she would speak with us about her side hustle. But let's mm-hmm. get to know her. Um, how are you today, Miss Lisa? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm trying to just keep busy during this quarantine right now. And how long have you been in the industry before this quarantine? In the service industry, um, about 11 years. So since I was 18, um, so I'm 29 next month. Um, so I'll we are my state just went into lockdown mode today, um, starting on Friday. So that'll be for two weeks. So I'll miss my birthday, which sucks, but. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, about 11 years been serving, bartending, supervising, managing kind of the whole spectrum of this, the restaurant biz. And have you ever seen anything quite as crazy as this? I mean, I don't uh, think any of us have, this is just, this is nuts. And, you know, with serving people, you know, people tell you to go get a real job, but man, we're making bank doing what we're doing and we're making, we're networking and we're, um, you know, getting other uh, opportunities along with just being a server and being a bartender. So, um, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Um, I've never seen this. No one's ever seen this. This is just, this is just nuts. Yeah, I know. I mean, even, I remember even after nine 11, I, I knew people in New York. I was still in school getting ready to, mm-hmm. uh, finish school, but even people in New York after 9-11, unless the restaurant was in the World Trade Center, people were going right back to work. And now, Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole world shut off. It's just crazy. It's crazy. It's nuts. Um, Yeah, it's, I'm more concerned about mental health right now of just like people being stuck, especially bartenders who live by themselves. And a lot of us do Um, just being stuck in and not being able to be an extrovert like you typically are, you know, in the biz, in the um, service industry. And yeah, it's it's sad and it's tough. We just got to keep positive and keep keep moving and adapt. Yeah, you know, uh, so for I, I was on the front of house side for about two and a half, three years, and then I moved into mm-hmm. the back of the house and got into the kitchen lifestyle. And that's something me and my wife have talked about. I've talked with other chefs. There's uh, whole pages up on Facebook popping mm-hmm. up of the mental health aspect because let's face it, a lot of us in the industry on front of the house back of the house don't matter where you're at we are we live the rock and roll lifestyle even if we don't like to admit mm-hmm. it all the time we right. like 
fast stuff and live life on the edge and now you're cooping all these people up there's something's gonna give at some point yep absolutely yeah it's scary it's scary stuff and so now um how how we kind of our paths crossed there was a facebook group and everybody's been talking about selling feet or booty pics (laughs) make that money and at first i thought it was kind of a joke Uh uh-huh and then I've seen some of you guys are really doing it and uh, <laughs> making that hustle. So that's yeah. kind of what I wanted to talk about and reach out and uh, kind of see if you can give us the lowdown on moving into that hustle space. Absolutely. So actually a few months ago um, in January, my friend and I were talking about, actually I was supervising it. Oh yeah. I was supervising at my, um, at what, at my restaurant job and, um, this one of the hosts came up to me. She's like, gosh, I wish I was 18. Cause I really want to sell my, these feet picks. And like, there's this website that I heard about that you can sell feet picks. I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'll, I would do it. And she's like, she's like, you should do it and tell me how it goes for when I turn 18. I'm like, all right. So, um, I'm like, well, like, why not? I don't know. It's just like, I, just any way to make a little extra cash. I'm like, let's just find out what this is. So, um, you know, don't knock it till you try it type thing. So, um, so I go onto this site and uh, it, people just kind of start talking to you and, and it's, it, oh gosh, it's such a fine, it's so weird. It's weird <laughs> to talk about now that I'm talking about it out loud. Cause I, it's just kind of been like, um, I'm a super flirty person. Like I said, I'm very extroverted and like, you know, I'm, I'm down for whatever, but yeah. So people just kind of start talking to you and then you find, so what I guess my technique is like, I found, so in January, I found this guy, he's like, he's married and he lives, God knows where, I don't even know his real name, but he was like, Hey, um, like I really want, um, he's like, can you send me a pic of your feet? And I'm like, I don't know you. Like, so I just sent back a dollar sign. And then all of a sudden my Venmo has money in it. So I was like, well, crap. Like, I'm not going to like leave this guy hanging. He sent me money. Okay. I'll, I'll, what it's a foot who cares. <laughs> so I sent it to him and he was so into it. So, um, so, th- so my technique is I kind of, I, I start flirting with the guy and then, he, and then he gets all worked up and then he's like, Oh, you know, Oh babe, let me see you. And then I send back another dollar sign. Sure enough, more money comes back in. So people are really into this and, and guys are really into this type of thing. And are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So people are really into this and and it was, it was way easier than I thought it would be to get into. Um, I've listened to other podcasts um, about, uh, you know, about this kind of thing and they, they're all about it. This is a real industry that people are doing and getting into. And and you only show what you want to show. You only do what you want to do. And then if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. So, um, I think it's as safe as it can be, especially in today's world where everything's online. You don't have to give out your real name. You don't really have to give out information you don't want to give out, but yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of scary, easy, how, how easy it was to get into. You know, it was funny because I I consider myself a pretty open-minded person Mm -hmm. and I, I try not to kink shame people. Hey, you know what? Whatever gets you off in the bedroom, that that's your deal. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, the whole foot thing, I mean, it's just, it, it, I, I've always heard of it. You you see the movies making fun of it and stuff. And I, I just never actually thought about like, mm-hmm. wait, there's an actual market for this. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, I, so yeah. I think it's amazing that. Mm-hmm. So 
that you're willing to to venture out into something that's maybe a little more in the gray area. Absolutely. But you know what? So I actually got into a couple of Facebook fights today about with people in the group that we met on it about people that are saying, you know, you should respect your body more and you should respect X, Y, Z. But then in, in those same um, comments that they're saying, they're calling people names and like this, am I allowed to cuss on here? Yes. Okay. So, (laughs) so, okay. So she said, um, this girl said, Oh, she, she was talking about respecting your body. And then she said, I can't believe this post you dumb cunt slash whore yes. slash bitch. Did you I, I see that? I was popcorn reading that. Abs- that that was me on there. That was like, well, I'm, and cause she was talking about her daughter. And then um, she was like, I would never let my daughter, like my daughter would never. And I'm like, well, I sure as hope she doesn't turn out like you, like Jesus Christ. Like you're mean. Like people that are selling nudes, they're not mean. They're doing what they have to do or do, they're doing whatever they want to do. If you're not comfortable with it, you don't have to buy it. You don't have to participate in it, but like let people do their thing. So I'm lucky enough that I'm open enough to be able to do that. And can I tell you that this has kept me afloat um, for the last two, two weeks that so, I, I've lost my job. In a ballpark figure, I mean, we, we mm-hmm. won't go into the, the nitty gritties of it. But a ballpark figure, what is the market out there for feet picks? Like, what what are people like, really paying for it? Well, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I've sold a little bit more than than feet picks um, regarding picture wise. But the feet ones, I've gotten anywhere from you know ten bucks a picture to I've been offered a lot more money if I meet up with people to wear um, just to wear high heels just to go out to dinner or whatever, but it's like, you don't know. And I wasn't comfortable with that. So I didn't do that. But this guy was offering me two grand a month to just go out to dinner with him in these high heels that he picked out. So it it ranges. It really does. And it depends on the person. So I I guess my advice is, is to have, have a set price in mind, but ask them what they want to give you first before you (laughs) tell them that, because then, because it could, it ranges so much. And some people are so into this. Um, Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So, and being in our industry, I know uh, the Facebook group, it, and we will post, I, I will post a link to some of the Facebook groups and stuff, just so yeah. other people in the industry can find these groups. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think our industry being that we're in that service, we're kind of, I, I won't say the misfits, but we're kind of the misfits of the fuck you adult working world. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, <laughs> For the most part, it opens us up to more more of the stuff like this compared to if we were mm-hmm. working at Microsoft, clicking on a computer, shooting ourselves in the head with staplers. Absolutely, because you know that people who are shooting themselves with staplers are going to the bar after work to let loose. And they've got the money because they're sitting there in the office. So they're down for whatever, you know what I mean? So they're, they're there and they, they keep you open and they're, they just want to sit and relax and have fun. And, and it makes you have fun and relax as well. So it doesn't really feel like work. Like, is it a job? Heck yeah. Like we work really hard. Um, but then at the end of the day, it's like you get home and you relax. And it, like right now we're not working. And I think all of us in the industry are so grateful for what we have and for what we had in, in our service, in, in our industry jobs. Um, just being able to do that and be able to watch people, you know, be able to relax and be a part of that. And, and honestly, when, when did we think, uh, the, the day would come that we'd be considered essential services 
Oh my gosh. On the government <laughs> level for the takeouts and stuff. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy? I mean, my, my job, I'm, I'm lucky enough that my job they're doing, um, we're not doing any takeout or anything like that because they care more about our health than they do about being able to, to serve our community, which, you know, get, it gives and it takes, but at the same time, we're, they have a, a relief fund for us, a, an employee relief fund for us. And um, they're doing it. Like my GM is reaching out to each server every single day and each, uh, each cook, every single person that works in our restaurant, reaching out to them every day and checking on them and what can I do for you? And they gave out food to the employees. So, and then, and we're like, we're going to get back on our feet and we're going to do this and it, we're covered. So I'm, I'm lucky um, because a lot of people I think aren't even getting any type of communication and a lot of places shut down. Did you see that? Yeah, I've known, um, quite a few and I was just reading a devastating article, uh, for up here where I'm at that the port of Seattle just indefinitely closed off the cruise ship <sighs> season, which I, I am in Alaska. I have very deep connections to the Southeast Alaska area. Cause that's, I mean, mm-hmm. hell half of our employees are off of cool works. Mm-hmm. And they're just servers, bartenders that come up for the summers and that's how the mm-hmm. restaurants thrive. And now uh, they're closing that off. So I think it's going to get sweet. scarier as time goes on with this. I do too. I really do. Yeah. So, it's, it's scary. So sell those feet pics because you got to keep afloat. So. <laughs> so going back to that, sorry, I know we got kind of yeah. sidetracked, but that's why it's my podcast. I can do what I want. On. <laughs> right. That's good. <laughs> so the, the first time like you actually had somebody message you for the feet, like mm-hmm. what, what went through your head? Like take, take us through that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I'm trying to remember what he said. Um, it was kind of, it, it started off super cash. Like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, what do you do for a living? And then it kind of turned into like, what's your schedule like? And then it was, um, and then it was like, okay, let's not talk about the schedule more. Like, let me see your feet. And I'm like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> like if that's what you're into, like whatever. Okay. And, um, so of course, so I like, I ran home and I, and I painted my toes all nice and, and I took some actually pretty nice, like feet pics with my phone. And, um, and then, so before I sent them, you know, again, I sent that, uh, that dollar sign just to see, cause I'm like, Hey, if this is seriously what he's into, okay. But it's weird. Cause I'm not into feet, but I've heard, of, I've heard about this. I didn't know it was real. And then sure enough, he was so into it. He, I, I heard some, he said some pretty dirty stuff after that. And then I'm just kind of like, dang, I can't, it's just, it, it was crazy. It blew my mind. But again, yeah, I was grateful. In our industry. I mean, exactly. we are on our feet mm-hmm. 14 hours a day if we're lucky. Right. Absolutely. Thank God he couldn't <laughs> smell them from those feet, from the pics. It's nasty sometimes after running around all day. Well, see, and that's what's blown me away on it is like, I would think, you know, like if, a hand model. They're probably mm-hmm. not going to go to a construction site. Right. To pick out a Absolutely. Hand model. So that's <laughs> that's my thing on the whole service industry and this foot pick thing that I just can't get over. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't my mm-hmm. feet my shit at the end of the day. No, there are some people who who what? Yeah, there are some people who want to like meet you and um and or they want your socks or they they are like the nastier the better like they like that nasty feet. I don't know what it is. I don't understand it, but it's just, 
it, it's a fetish. It, it like, it really is a fetish. Like some people, you know, some guys are boob guys, some guys are butt guys. I'm me in particular. I'm a butt girl because I don't have one. You know, I've got tits for days and I've got really <laughs> cute feet, but I do not have a butt. So when I see a girl with a butt, I'm like, I would buy her butt pics if I had the cash. But <laughs> Um, but some people like they want feet pics and they want, they like the nasty. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There was this guy that I was talking to uh, that we were commenting back and forth on that server site um, group. And he was saying that some people, he, there's this girl, he said he worked with made 500 bucks off of selling her dirty underwear and her dirty socks. And I'm like, God, get me in contact with them, please. Cause I've got plenty. <laughs> You know, it's funny because like um, I, I I've had some friends that work in strip clubs and stuff, and I've heard of of guys like paying top dollar for dirty mm-hmm. underwear and stuff. But may, maybe just because it's not not my thing, like I, I'm yeah. just fascinated by mm-hmm. the depths of this whole. So, what's the weirdest request you've had for a foot fetish person? Um, the, it was, it was just that guy that wanted, he wanted to meet up for dinner and he sent me a pic, picture of these heels he wanted me to wear. And I, they were seriously like five inch thick stripper heels. And I was like, okay, like, you want me to break my neck too? Like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I hope that but, uh, includes uh, medical insurance. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> But that's the one that was off. He was offering me lots and he was, he's like a doctor. He was a, um, some type of surgeon, I think. And he was just kind of like, that's his thing and he could pay for it. And that's what he wanted. And he wanted my feet in those, in those uh, stilettos or whatever, you know, the high heels. They're like platform high heels. I just, that it was like, reminding me of like Spice Girls type shit from Don't the 90s. Don't go fuck me boots. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's what he wanted. <laughs> I did no. not meet that guy. I could have, but I didn't. I'm like, you know what? I've got, I've got a good job. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to go this far. Wait till coronavirus 2.0 hits. I know, we'll I know. I'm almost there. I'm about to hit that guy up again. <laughs> so, no, speaking, you said he, he was like some type of doctor or something. The, yeah. the men that are hitting you up on uh, mm-hmm. the site you're talking about, are these the people we would think of, like creepy Uncle Joe coming out of his basement? Or, do, or does it tend to be more the high-end people that you necessarily wouldn't think about mm-hmm. in that it situation? Is, it's 100% successful dudes. About 50 of them are, 50% of them are married. In and line. you know that 50% is yeah. all married to Karen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Karen. Oh, I hate her. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, they, it's, it's all successful men and who don't want anything. They don't want you to know their name. They, don't, they want discretion. Like, that's the thing that you could pick on there is, um, like, do you want it long-term? Do you want it monogamous? Do you want, you know, all these things, X, Y, Z. Um, but a lot of people on there, are they want it just discretion short-term like when i'm in town type discretion so yeah what, once we get back to work do you see are you gonna continue providing foot services and other pick services or i mean <laughs> are you using it for a stopgap? well right now i'm just i'm using it to to figure to see what what can happen i guess and to keep me afloat but after that you know who knows who, who knows what can happen because it um, you know, a lot of these people, they want, um, they, they want something long-term and again, discreet. 
So it's, if that's what they want, Hey, whatever. If I'm going to get off work and give you my nasty feet pics, I'm there, man. <laughs> no, I mean, as a, <laughs> Hey, as a hustler, I, I can appreciate the, uh, the easy mm-hmm. money side of it. You gotta, absolutely. if, if somebody's willing to buy it, there's somebody willing to sell it. Why, Absolutely. Why the not supply and demand in your pocket? Absolutely. And, and we're servers. Like we're here for the tip. We're here for the extra cash. Why would we not? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And they're not coming into my bar and harassing me. It's, it's a side thing. So, you know, don't worry about it. Am I going to sell regulars my feet fix? Heck no, not happening. <laughs> Uh, now that that would get a little awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, absolutely not happening. No way. <laughs> well, all right, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining us and giving us yeah. your opinion. Absolutely. Call me if you have any other questions. All right. So that was our interview with Lisa on the seller side. I hope you all found that as entertaining as I did. Now, before we get into our next interview with George, let's go ahead and take a moment to thank our sponsors for the show. We have Desert Wind Outfitters out of San Angelo, Texas. JM here, reminding you, whether you're looking for a complete rifle or just some ammunition for Old Faithful, DesertWindOutfitters.com. We got you covered. All right, so let's just dive right into it and talk to George and see what he got to say about this whole foot fetish. All right, welcome back, everybody. So we have an interesting guest joining us now. George, he is one of the founding members of Foot Fetishes on the internet. He is a website ASFF, and I will let him kind of take it from here and kind of tell us about his journey. Hey, what's up, guys? This is George here, and uh, yes, I am one of the founders for the uh, Foot Fetish on the website or on the internet. It all started back way back in the 80s. I think it was 1986 is when it first started through AOL. There was news groups, and uh, you can go in there and type in uh, foot fetish, or you can type in any other fetishes that you might have. And uh, eventually, we made it into the physical internet, and we did have a website, which was asff.com. That website is no longer with us because uh, as of 15 years ago, I actually stopped the website. But uh, yeah, I know all about the topic. all the subgenres, I want to call it genres, even though genres has to do with music, but I'll just leave it at that. All the subtopics and uh, of different fetishes and things like that that pertain either to feet or shoes. And what, what, what kind of got this whole thing started for you, especially being a pioneer on the internet? I know nowadays you can pop onto any adult website and find anything, but I'm sure back in the day you had to do a little more digging for it. Yeah, back in the day, if you, if you were born with a foot fetish or a shoe fetish, um, you, obviously you want to either communicate with other people that are in, interested in the same fetish or find pictures um, on the topic. But like you said, the internet wasn't really around. So you had to go into like chat rooms and in specific chat rooms, which was fetish which was the news group name. That was the actual name of the, those other ones too, um, uh, like bondage and discipline and SNM and all those other ones. It'll, it'll be like that. Um, so you, anyway, I digress. We go back into uh, looking for pictures because you want to, you know, fantasize either through women's feet or men's feet or whatever it is that you look for. 
um, I, me and particularly women feet, uh, we would look for pictures and we would spend a lot of money because AOL wasn't even uh, unlimited. You would have to pay, I think, like $9.99 or $24 and then you would pay each additional hour you would pay. So uh, by the time I was done um, downloading pictures and, and getting a lot of content to build my website, I would spend about $60 a month just on AOL getting pictures. Man, that's so crazy to think of today. I mean, we, we can download all videos in under five minutes now. Absolutely. I, I remember back in the day when I, I was a young young getting on the internet, it took you 15 minutes to download a single picture. So I can see how that adds up in a hurry. But Right. That's correct. So now with, with the website, did you actually find real life models and do pictures in person or was it just finding community sourced information? Well, we had a, uh, we had a non-commercial was almost an organization. So everybody was, uh, everybody that logged in, logged in for free. Um, people will submit their pictures online and they would keep them in there. We didn't have anything like, uh, sexual or anything like that. It was basically just pictures or, you know, there, there might be some sexual content, but not like, um, just, just, you know, with feet type thing, uh, or shoes or what they call trampling, which is stepping on either penises or asses or, or sucking on the tip of a, uh, a heel or sucking toes or smelling feet or smelling shoes. All of those different topics were in that website. Um, and it was just a community. Um, it was ran by, um, uh, a software called, uh, I think it was called, uh, PHP board or something like that, which is, I, I, they're still around. So anytime you see like a message board on the internet that's run by one of those softwares, that's basically what we were running. So, so um, it kind of sounds like uh, Reddit before Reddit was available. For, uh, for yeah. The young years that are listening. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and now uh, uh, you were saying one, one thing I noticed you said earlier is that uh, people looking for men or women's feet, was there a, big market for the men's feet i mean everybody i've talked to it all seems to be woman photos for men buyers but what about on the other side of it usually i would say 80 percent or more are usually men looking for women feet or shoes um there was the what we call the gay area which was men on men so men looking for men's feet we did not have a lot of women looking for men feet. We didn't have a lot of that. It was mostly guys. Um, okay. So, but, but it did exist. Well, women, uh, sorry, male on male uh, did exist. And, and what was some of, of kind of the bigger trends uh, in the early days compared to even what you, you see now? Like you said, it wasn't as sexualized where now uh, you put in, foot fetish and it, it's almost hardcore porn right obviously because everything has evolved now it's included a little bit more so you have uh you know men having sex with either feet or masturbating with feet or uh actually fucking a shoe you know a woman's shoe uh which is also huge um online so um, that, that was all now, you know, closer to, you know, 15 years ago, but, um, yeah, everything, everything that has to do with the foot and the shoes and, and all the different variations of it, that all existed. And what I always, what I always saw is that 
you know, you're either born with that fetish. So if you like women's feet, you can like maybe just like looking at them or you like the nail polish on them or you like uh, licking on them as you're having sex or you like just coming on them, you know, when you're almost done. Uh, there's so many variations of foot fetishes that 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 would shock you. And if you want me to list you a couple, I will later on. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's been pretty, pretty um, informative and entertaining on my side because I, I, I try to keep an open mind and especially I, I really try not to kink shame people. But I can say for myself, I've never looked at somebody's feet and been like, oh, I want to <laughs> stick my mouth or my dick on that. <laughs> Like, uh, no, right, right. Those down there, give me right. that ass, and you keep those down there. Right. But, but um, if, you know, you know, the funny thing, even though you mentioned that, which is very, you know, that's usually the norm. You don't meet people with foot fetishes. But if you look at um, a lot of the porn that's out there, if you look like a full movie, you notice as soon as like he's going to penetrate her or whatever, you know, the foot usually comes up and he'll kiss the bottom of the feet or lick one of the toes. You always, almost always see that in one of the films, some of the films, you, you know, know unless now, now that you say that, yeah, I mean, I've I viewed my fair and, porn in the day <laughs> uh-huh. right? <laughs> yesterday, but you know, let's not get bogged down with details. Right. But, um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you, you do see it a lot, or yeah. a lot of the uh, foot teasing. Like foot, when, teasing. Yeah. foot teasing, you see that a lot in porn. So it's kind of interesting. In Oh, no, what I was saying is the, the other thing is if you notice a lot of either the strippers or the, the, uh, the, the females that are in the movies, they're all wearing either stocking or they're wearing heels. Now, you ever think, why are they wearing this? Why aren't they just fully naked? You know, or not always the stockings, but they're at least wearing heels while they're doing it. You know, it's not just to cover the feet, because if you figure, well, let's leave the feet open so all the foot fetishes people can look at it. It's just part of the sexiness way, the way shoes look on a woman. Um, I've always told people, I said, listen, you can, you can, I mean, I'm not against obese or, or fat or heavy or chubby uh, or skinny girls i like them all but if you if you don't let's say that you particularly don't like chubby girls and you see a chubby girl with a right pair of shoes either heels uh the right you know and and right pair of jeans or whatever she looks hot you know as opposed to if you see the same exact girl wearing flip-flops you're like "Eh." you know she doesn't look hot she doesn't look like you want to do her you, you know what? I, no, I'll I'll agree hundred percent with that because um, and, and you don't have a foot fetish. <laughs> no, I don't have a foot fetish right, at all. Right, but right. Like, um, especially like it, you bring that up, and it's funny because when you see the like, I I I think emo the emo goth look is really hot, but okay. if they're not wearing the right footwear for it, it can ruin the whole thing. Absolutely, so I never thought about that, but so when you say that. You know, it's those little triggers you don't even think about that. Yeah, it can ruin the whole thing. Right, right. It, it, it could. It could. Or you can, you know, again, it's And you it's go to the part. strip club, you expect the, the go-go fuck me boots, the stilettos. Exactly. You don't want her coming out in a pair of flip-flops. And flip-flops. Right, or Nike flip-flops, right. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't look right. So, obviously, I didn't know about any of this stuff in the – because I was born in 86, so – I didn't know about any of this stuff until pretty much the 2000s area. What was, it seems like today people are pretty 
open with uh, their kinks and the being more acceptable to it. What was the attitude back when you were first getting started where like you looked at if people found out what you did, was it kind of looked at as like, Oh, that's the creepy porn guy. It's still kind of the same. It's still kind of the same because it is a unique fetish. So, you know, most of the people, you know, if like I talk to one of my friends and I say, Hey, uh, you know, a chick comes by. The first thing I look (laughs) is their feet. That's the first thing I look like. I'll look at their face maybe first, but then as soon as I see her face, I'll look down at her feet. Then from there, I'll, I'll see if she's wearing like really nice shoes or cool shoes, or if she's just wearing flip-flops. Like to me, (laughs) flip-flop is a, a turnoff. That girl can be the hottest thing on the face of the planet. If I see her in flip-flops, it's a turnoff. I don't know why, but it's always been that way. So if I see her wearing like really nice shoes or hot looking shoes or, or even if she's wearing a sandal, she has her nails done and she's pretty, then I start looking up. Then I look at her ass, then I look at her tits, and then I make a, a, you know, a judgment from there. Most guys just either, either look at the tits and ass or the face and that's it and make a decision right then and there if it's something doable or not. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I, I can say that's a, that, that the ass is the first thing I'm going to look at. There you go. So you're an ass guy. <laughs> yep, I, I'm an ass man. <laughs> right. You're an ass man. Yeah. There's ass man, tits, man, you know, long hair. Uh, uh, some yeah, some see, guys I, I might grow smoking, like short hair. Very few, very few girls can, to, for, for my personal look, can pull mm-hmm. off the short hair. Like if your hair is shorter than mine, yeah, probably not going to happen. <laughs> Gotcha. Gotcha. So you see, that, that's, that's one of your, you know, your turn on, which is asses and also your, uh, what you don't like. So I'm kind of like the same way the hair. I don't care really about the hair. I'll look at, you know, does she have a good ass? Yeah, of course I like asses and I like nice tits too, but the feet has to match everything else or at least the footwear that she's wearing when I first meet her has to match the rest of the, 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 the thing. So with that, I mean, if, uh, is it to a turnoff point? Like if a girl's coming up to hit on you, um, and w- will it just like instantly just kill it? You don't have the time of day for her. If it's bad footwear or flip usually like you say, right. Usually not at the beginning, but if I see like, if I'll, I'll hit her up, whatever, and I'll go to the, the, you know, her page on social media and if I see that she's wearing like flip flops all the time and sandals and stuff like that, I, I, I don't bother with it because it does. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really that strong. And that's why it's called a fetish. A fetish is something that you get turned on by. Um, and it could be, like I said, it could be the shoes or whatever it might be. So being on the foot side, um, cause it's, it's a new whole new area for me to learn about. Like, I kind of like the, if I, I, I like the rougher stuff, but mm-hmm. there's, it, it can definitely go like way too far where like, holy shit. No, that's just. Um, on foot fetish, I guess the only thing that at least I don't like, and I don't feel anything likable about is like the crushing videos. Like for example, women crushing apples and grapes and 
uh, even like crickets and centipedes and little bugs and, oh. and, and stuff like that. I, I, I really don't care about that. And there is a big uh, community about crushing. Hey, you know, whatever floats everyone's boat. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> but so, um, now, I, I wanted to bring up kind of what got this whole podcast started on this episode was I'm seeing a lot of people trying to hustle out money out there selling uh, feet picks. I've heard of people selling used socks and shoes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I can tell you all about that. <laughs> Let's hear it. All right. So this is going to be the financial part of the <laughs> podcast, meaning girls, if you're listening to this right now, you can supplement your income, um, at least in South Florida, uh, you can make as little as $60 a week and as much as whatever your mind desire. And, and we're going to keep an open mind because there's no, is, this is all non-sexual, meaning you're not having sex with anybody. You're not doing anything sexually with anybody. You're just making money, literally selling either pictures or shoes or socks or stockings. And once you have a customer, they will keep on coming back. So, um, the first thing is pictures. Um, there are guys out there that want pictures from a girl. And nowadays, all you got to do is, you know, snap some good pictures, ask him what he wants, snap some pictures and send it to him. <laughs> you know, it's that it's something that simple. Um, you know, you can make money there. Now, if you don't want to do that and you want to remain a little bit more anonymous, you can go online and sell your socks. You can sell your shoes and what I mean by shoes, I don't mean shoes that you just wear like two, three times and then sell it. No, that's not the point. You literally either you're a waitress or you're an office worker or you're and you use the shoes a lot. I mean, when they start stinking, that's usually the time to start selling them. Oh, uh, man. I'm, yeah, I'm going all at it. So so all your <laughs> all your fans out there could say, oh, shit, he's giving me some tips. So, yeah, ladies, if you if you work nine to five, wear the same shoe for like a week, get them stinky. As soon as they start stinking, this is the time to take a picture. And let's say that, you know, the shoes cost you $20, $25 to $30. You can make $100 off of those same shoes. So, uh, yeah. So think about it. If you have four pairs of shoes that you rotate in a month, you can literally sell them at the end of the month for 400 bucks. That is crazy. I did not think yeah. the, the yeah. price would be that way. So where say, um, so where do you find this? Okay. So say little James right. at home. So back, back in awesome. the day, back in the day, we started, we started a, um, we started a, a, a code word in in uh, in ebay called well worn so well w-e-l-l worn w-o-r-n um and well worn is a a a, a way to find out what shoes are on, online so if you go to ebay right now and you type in well worn just that don't type anything else you'll see a bunch of other stuff but you'll start seeing shoes and that is the key word you want to put in there now the way to sell on, on eBay is that you cannot provide a face, which is good for the girl. Uh, you should not provide your foot outside of the shoe. So basically, if you're going to take a picture of your shoes, take uh, the shoes itself. We want to see the insides clear on, on clear light. Uh, we want to see the soles, the bottom of the shoe. We want to see the condition of the shoe, 
But the most important thing is that we we already know if the shoe is is been fakely dirtied or not. We can tell. So uh, don't fake. You know, don't go running around in mud outside and then put the thing on sale saying, oh, I've worn these for years. That's bullshit. We know. (laughs) And I'm not going to tell you the tricks (laughs) on how we know. Um, But yeah, you don't have to, you don't have to just provide. Oh, uh, the other thing is you don't want to do is you don't want to take a, your your feet cannot be outside of the shoes. So you can't do that. Even though you're looking for just the shoe. We're buying the shoe. You don't care about the foot. You want the shoe. That's correct. And that's where you can make as little as uh, $30 all the way. I've seen shoes at $110, $140. But when you get to the hundreds, you you got to be, you know, you're giving a quality product. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Because, hell, I, I know a lot of my chef friends. Uh, that are females. Hell, I'll just start a side pimping business of shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's and a recession, that, baby. I got to make that money. Where you got to make that money. So, so yeah. I, I so go going on wish and buying a bunch of shoes tonight. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. But like I said, don't it's remember, it's not just selling a pair of shoes that you bought a week ago and you just wear it around the house or you wear outside two or three days and then, and then sell it. The, the seller, the, the buyers are, well accustomed to fakes okay so um if you wear your your shoes with uh with heavy socks like you're always wearing them with socks they're usually not going to get you know in the quality that the person really wants they want to see real the real the real deal interesting i know um i'm sure a a lot of our (coughs) uh service industry friends I know they burn through shoes like there's no tomorrow. So yep. see, reinvesting, yep. reinvesting. Right. Another <laughs> one that, that score a lot of money are flight attendants. Flight attendants get at least an average of $80 for a pair of shoes. Now, no, there's like, the it, say, say you're going for just that mid-range, $50 to $80. Does the type of shoe really make a difference? It does. Like, do you want high heels or tennis shoes? or? It, it does. Usually high heels will score the highest uh, money. The only thing is that in, 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 in all reality, the girls usually don't wear the high heels that much to actually wear them out. You know what I mean? They'll wear them a couple of times and then their feet hurt. They kick them off and that's it. So the shoes are not really well worn. They're just, you know. So those fetch a lot of more money uh, if they're really worn. That's why the flight attendant that are standing for eight hours in their shoes, that's why those go for a lot of money. That uh, Wow, that's like <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of mind-boggling. Right. Where you're talking about the shoe being well-worn and stuff. So is it kind of the – is it like the whole package, just the, knowing that the shoe was worn, maybe the, the must, yep. the odor of it? Yes, the whole, the whole, the whole enchilada, basically. If uh, if for some unknown reason, if you go, if you type in flight attendant used shoes, you'll see a bunch of them there with the pictures, and then you'll see the prices that are going on. You can go into uh, uh, eBay and go to sold auctions, and then you can see the pricing, and then you'll be shocked at at the pricing that people are getting. But my, my it, wife, if she ever looks at my browser history in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to Yeah, get she's all like, what are you looking trouble. for? Right. So, so, say, I met this guy, George, at a podcast, and now <laughs> he's got me selling shoes. <laughs> but, dude, I'm pulling in $1,000 a month. 
<laughs> oh, that's crazy. So what what about who is the typical if there is a typical shoe buyer or uh foot pick buyer? Like is, is this the creepy guy in his mom's basement or is this the CEO that has the Stefford wife that's just looking to get his thrills? Believe it or not, I've 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 seen them both. I've seen both. I've seen um people that are in high up uh you know ceos not ceos but you know in high companies buying shoes i've seen teachers buy shoes uh and yeah the somewhat creepy guy you want if you want to call it um buys it but if you think about it yes it's creepy like i've always laughed at that because the the word like creepy guy on the basement uh (laughs) he's creepy but he's not doing anything bad <laughs> just no, like you know, right, that's why right. I, I really like when right. when the girls started posting in right uh, on the pages and people right. were making money i'm like hell you know what you're you're just getting your hustle on like if, if there's absolutely. somebody willing to buy it you might as absolutely. well go ahead and take a piece of that pie i absolutely look this this is the way i see it you go you go to you know let's say you're a girl um and you're a waitress okay if if I don't know, you know, where you're at, if it's it's hot enough where you can wear, you know, shoes without your socks. But if you're a girl, you can wear the shoes without the socks. You can wear them for a month, you know, two months, three months. At that time, the shoes are already worn out. They start stinking. Okay, no problem. Stick them in a Ziploc bag when you get out of work. <laughs> Stick them in there. Let them brew a little bit more. Wear them some more. And then eventually you can sell them. Now you bought them at, let's say, $20, bucks, $30. You're selling them at $100. By then, I'm sure it'll reach $100. You just made a little fortune there. And like I said, if you buy five pairs and you wear them within the next three months, you've got guaranteed, you know, $50, $80. And you get a new pair of shoes. That is so awesome. I'm, and, I'm and, don't, and, don't, and don't forget, and don't forget, once you send the shoes to that one person, if you somehow keep in contact with that person, that person will continue buying stuff from you. Yeah, that's something I was going to ask about too is like, what is the, the ratio of, like, we talked to, um, in the last segment, we talked to a girl that's selling feet picks, and she uses a website where it almost sounds like it's a, like, match.com for feet, where she can follow up, but is this a lot of one-time purchases, or is there, like, does it develop no. into a business relationship? Usually, it's, if you want it to be a relationship where you're constantly selling to that person, yes, you can, you can do that. You could do that. There's a guy, there's, there's a guy that uh, usually um, he buys, he would buy uh, shoes for the girls. The girls would wear them like in his, in his car. He would just take pictures of that and there was no touching, no nothing. He would just buy the shoes. She would try them on. He would take pictures of it. He would feel, feel up the shoe and foot for a little bit, no sucking, no nothing and uh, pay her, you know, 50, 60 bucks just just to do that so that's what i'm saying there's no penetration there's no sex there's no exchange of fluids there's nothing like that <laughs> it's, so it's that more like a, a mental a mental erotica it is than, than a it physical is. erotica it is but trust me the guy the guy is going to get hard at it because that's <laughs> that's the point yeah. so so now say uh how do you, if maybe you have a foot fetish, you're kind of keeping a little secret mm-hmm. and you start dating a girl. What, how, how do you even bring this up to her? Cause I'm pretty sure if you just grab her foot and just shove it down, deep throat it down your mouth, she's probably going to kick you. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's something that you build up on it, but you can start right, you know, literally right at the first date or at the first time or second time. You know, you say, hey, give me let me give you a foot massage, you know, and you can start. <laughs> by what gr- right. Yeah. What girl's not going to want a foot massage? Now she might say, oh, no, my feet stink or my, my feet are my my nails are not done or something like that, you know, and you're like, oh, don't worry about it. And, you know, you, you know, you had a hard day of work. Let me massage your your feet, you know, and. They usually like you. Yeah, you'll bring a lotion, whatever, massage your feet. She's happy. You're fucking happy, <laughs> you know. And that's it. And then you just continue from there. Um, you just add to it, and eventually, you know, you can tell her, "Hey, you know, I really like feet. It turns me on." And uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to say most girls, but I'm saying there's some girls that don't like to suck dick so instead of not sucking dick they can let the guy massage your foot and he gets turned on more power to him yeah no i think i might go ahead and receive the uh good old hummer yeah. if i'm rubbing your feet i'm, I'm expecting a hummer out of this <laughs> right right exactly well, hey, George, thanks for coming on and uh talking to us about this I'm, i hope everybody uh enjoyed it and Maybe learn a thing or two, and for the ladies listening right now, you know, you're quarantined for a couple of weeks. Walk That's around right. that house with those shoes on. Make right. that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if they want to know more, you know, just uh, have them hit you up, and uh, maybe we can follow up with some questions and answers and continue going. <laughs> yeah, no, if, if people are, are digging it, we can always set up a little Q&A session. So. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, George. Uh, you're very welcome, guy. Thank you. All right. So there was our interview with George. Like I said, George is a very open character, lets us know what the down low is. So what is our thoughts on this clusterfuck of feet? I think it's quite entrepreneurial and quite awesome that there is so many people willing to sell and buy these pictures. You know, coming from the service industry, I'm all about the hustle. Got to make that money. So I have no problem with girls doing it. They want to sell their feet, sell their feet. You want to sell your stinky ass socks, sell your stinky ass socks and your shoes while you're at it. Make that money. I mean, in this day and age, we're in the year 2020. Can we really sell slut and kink shame people? No, because we know behind closed doors, we're all a little bit of a freak. And quite honestly, I am tired of seeing the negative response to people trying to make money. You tell us to get real jobs if you have a nine to five while we work in the service industry. Well, you know what? We have real jobs and we are going to do what we got to do to make that money. All right. Well, there is another topic down. Hopefully did not confuse the hell out of you. We really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you didn't get too offended. And if you did, well, we were in the beginning. So please go ahead and give us a like and a subscribe wherever you are listening to this clusterfuck at. Ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is out there especially with the recent hacks at some big phone and healthcare companies. But here's where Aura steps in. Aura scans the dark web for your sensitive information and sends real-time alerts. Aura also actively requests that your information be removed from data broker sites. 
putting you back in control. Aura provides you with a complete online safety toolkit, credit and transaction monitoring, a secure password manager, a privacy-enhancing VPN, parental controls, and more. Try Aura risk-free with the 14-day trial at aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot slash safety. Rest easy with Aura. Visit aura.com slash safety today.